Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is Rob Carson Show. Can you believe it's already Thursday? What a week we are having. What a week are we are having. And you want to know something, guys? It's, it's kind of funny. Do you, um, you know why I think that maybe the, uh, the IRS is being weaponized against uh, the American citizen and uh, most particularly the uh, conservative movement in this country? Do you know why? It's because I'm not stupid, okay? I'm, I'm not a stupid, uh, we've already been here, Lois Lerner, sick the FBI on, uh, or the IRS on, uh, on uh, 501c3s that were conservative. We're using words like patriot, you know, and conservative and all that. And she left uh, office abruptly, never faced any challenges. Charges. And now we've got a uh, literally the day uh, that uh, like the week that they're going to finalize this uh, this bill that uh, doubles the size of the IRS. They place an ad for uh, new employees and they ask that you be able to handle firearms and be able to use them uh, in a deadly fashion. So uh, I think, you know, I think if you, you need to kind of maybe just look at the facts and say, huh, I'm not stupid. I mean, honestly, I'm not stupid. You're not stupid. Oh, and what else are we not stupid out? Well, we certainly aren't stupid enough to believe that inflation is 0%. Okay, Joe Biden said that inflation is 0%, and then he scoots off to vacation like he needs a freaking vacation. You know the vacation like you were going to have this summer, but you can't afford it because of gas, you see. But, you know, gas has come down. Gas is now only double what it was when Joe Biden took office. So what are you complaining about? What the hell are you complaining about? Everything's great. Don't you see that we just because we're changing the, the meaning of words like recession, which we're in right now, somehow we're not in a recession anymore, even though the definition of recession that we've used forever, which really isn't like the beginning of recession, it's actually the moment where it is solidified that we are in a recession. All of the other signs showed recession until we got to that second quarter of negative growth, and that puts an exclamation point on it. What else did we change the name? Oh, a riot. A riot is no longer a riot. It is a mostly peaceful demonstration, unless you're at the Capitol on January the 6th and you're a Trump supporter. Kind of weird that way. We don't know what the hell a woman is anymore. We've got a Supreme Court justice who couldn't tell you what a woman was. Kind of weird. And 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 by the way, when when the, the FBI goes into your home with a search warrant, rifles through everything, including your wife's wardrobe, that's not a raid anymore. According to CNN and MSNBC and all of the major networks, that's not a raid anymore. No, you know what? Take your Webster's Dictionary and throw it in the trash because, honestly, it's completely worthless because everything will be redefined according to what the dear leader and the party in power say the words mean. I think we need some uh, inspirational words from the former dear leader of our country, Barack Obama. Listen carefully to this. This was said to me by my producer, Ken. Just listen real carefully. You just have to flood a country's public square with enough raw sewage. You just have to raise enough questions, spread yeah. enough dirt, plant enough conspiracy theorizing that citizens no longer know what to believe. Once they lose trust in their leaders, in mainstream media, in political institutions, in each other, in the possibility of truth, the game's won. That's kind of interesting, isn't it? Uh, kind of interesting, you know. 
what he just said there. Except for I haven't lost faith in you. That's that's the only thing. I haven't lost faith in you. I haven't lost faith into the founding principles of the country. I haven't lost faith in the American dream because I'm living it right now. I'm living it right now. I got to do this for a living after growing up on a farm, after working in fields from the age of 10, from uh, working all sorts of blue-collar jobs, from selling cars most recently uh, until about a year ago when I, when I got to do this. I still believe in it. I see how you're suffering. I see how the ruling class has enriched itself and uh, continues to enrich itself. I see that a former president of the United States had his home raided by the FBI after he cooperated with the FBI just a couple months ago. I've got copious evidence of that. I'm going to share it with you. And, you know, it's kind of funny because we've got four other uh, U.S. presidents presidents that are still alive and none of them are saying a damn thing it's kind of like maybe they went to washington dc and enriched themselves and enriched their families and uh, and now can retire in abject comfort and uh, the one president that went to washington dc and did what he said he was going to do did not gut us into any new wars george w bush did not uh, d- decrease regulation uh, did everything we said he would do it brought uh, unparalleled success to the country the lowest black unemployment rate the lowest hispanic unemployment rate the highest number of women in the workforce i could go on and on and on made our military proud again refunded our military made us strong within the world brought peace to the middle east made china and russia knocked them back on their heels and oddly enough we've got four other presidents who are saying and not a damned freaking thing about it unbelievable And Barack Obama said this. You just have to flood a country's public square with enough raw sewage. You just have to raise enough questions, spread enough dirt, plant enough conspiracy theorizing. Everything you believe is a conspiracy theory, by the way, right? According to the government. If it's against the government narrative, it's either a conspiracy theory or it's disinformation which was a term coined by Joseph Stalin in 1923. Citizens no longer know what to believe. I know what to believe, because I've never changed my beliefs. Once they lose trust in their leaders... Oh, yeah, big time. ...in mainstream media... Oh, dear God in heaven. ...in political institutions... The FBI, the IRS, the CIA, the HHS, the CDC, the NIH... ...in each other... Nope. Still believe in you guys. In the possibility of truth? The game's won. Mm-hmm. Well, I hate to tell you this, the game ain't over yet. Here's our dear leader before he shuffled off to vacation. He's taking a one-week vacation, which you could only dream of because gas is too expensive and, and you're working three jobs. The news that came out today relative to the economy. Actually, I just want to say a number. Zero. Today, we received news that our economy had 0% inflation in the month of July. 0%. Yeah, you know, uh, that's pretty amazing because you see it didn't get worse. I mean, inflation is still, we're still 8.5% above last year at this time, down from 9.1% last month. So praise Jesus and pass the mashed potatoes. No, we still can't survive on what we make we're still not making it to the next paycheck do i have to say this again 
Do I have to say that people are living on their credit cards? Do I have to say that nearly half of the food banks in the United States are experiencing an increased demand as Americans struggle under the crushing weight of 40-year high inflation? Do I have to repeat that it, Walmart is too expensive for most Americans, many Americans in poverty? Certainly, they have to go to Dollar General and do all of their shopping. Do I have to say again that we have a baby formula shortage in a country of plenty? Do I have to say again that there are people who are literally telling their sick others when they're at the gas station, do I have enough to fill the tank or should I just put $20 in until payday? No, no, no. All of that went away yesterday because the dear leader, before he went off on his glorious vacation with his crack-addled criminal son, he said that inflation was zero. Well, here's CNN. Look, it didn't get worse. And that is what a lot of people were really zeroing in on here. Uh, inflation in the month up eight and a half percent year over year in July. In June, it was nine. It's like saying that, you know, the, the fire department's out in front of your house and your house is on fire. And the, uh, the master bedroom and, the, uh, and the, uh, the living room, they're on fire. They're still burning. But it hasn't spread to the basement yet, so we're fine. 0.1%. So that's that sign of cooling in this still hot inflation. I think you can say that the boil is off, but this is a still very hot near a 40-year high uh, for inflation. Anybody else out there, you feel a lot of relief yesterday since the inflation rate year-to-year, month-to-month, went from 9.1% to 8.5%. Did that end all of your problems? Did that end? Are you just going to call that third job today? Maybe you're working at Hobby Lobby. You're working at Target. Maybe you know, you're picking up a little bit working at Starbucks. You know, did, did you quit one of those jobs because the dear leader, before he went off on his glorious vacation, said that inflation was zero? I mean, happy days are here again, bro. I don't know what you're complaining about. I, I what? You got nothing to complain about? Oh, here's that uh, Larry Summers. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was. Uh, he worked with the Obama administration. Here's what he had to say about it. I still think we have a very serious inflation problem in no. this country. No, I don't think that inflation problem is going to go away uh, of its own volition, and so I think we're likely to have some quite turbulent times ahead. No, everything's rosy. You know why? Because we're not in a recession. No, no, no. There's no recession. Even though everything says we're in a recession. A recession, that is what we're in. No one can deny. This is Jim Gossett. The White House is attempting spin, but the numbers do not lie. Zero percent inflation. The GDP it wasn't a raid. That's a recession. And it's always been time to face the music. It wasn't a riot. It was a mostly you see, peaceful. It's still a recession by any other name. Biden's denial is lame. A recession. That is what we've got. Joe and Janet yelling are lying a lot. Yeah, we're not stupid. All right, so we've got a bunch of stuff I'm going to get to next. We're going to talk about the raid on Mar-a-Lago, the reaction, Tom Fitton getting involved, and we're not going to take this lying down. A lot of talk about a revolution. I hate to tell you this. We're already in it. We're in the thick of it. You just don't even know it. We're, we're in the thick of it. 
I'll get to details on that. 800-922-6680. Not a, not a shooty revolution. Not a pew-pew revolution. But we're there. Yeah, we're there. Your calls are welcome at 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. Bulldoze the swamp, pave it over, and start again. It's The Rob Carson Show. So the... uh, the man who got 74 million votes in the 2020 election uh, versus the man who, <laughs> sorry, he got 81 million votes. Sure, Joe Biden got 81 million votes. Yeah, yeah. If you think that the, uh, if you say to me that, uh, you know, prove the election was stolen, I'll say prove it wasn't. Because uh, you don't usually go from, uh, you know, zero to, I don't know, uh, 71% of people thinking you shouldn't run again and 85% of the country saying you're going the, gone in the wrong direction. Uh, if you, you know, have a mandate, you know, if you have a mandate, that usually doesn't happen so quickly. Yeah, but it did this time, didn't it? And it's funny because the, the man who time and time again, straw poll after straw poll after straw poll, is winning against everybody, including the vaunted Ron DeSantis. And nothing against Ron DeSantis. He's a great guy. I really think he's going to make a great president one day. He ain't ready. Neither is Christy Nome. Nobody else in the Republican field is as ready to be the president of the United States as Donald Trump. That's just the way it is. And despite the fact that he is now 177 in 10 in primary races around the country, Trump-endorsed candidates are kicking ass and taking names. Here is what Mitch McConnell had to say when he was in Kentucky. You know, Kentucky's experiencing some uh, thousand-year floods. It's weird. I lived in Missouri in 1993 when there were thousand-year floods. Now, actually, they happen all the time. Here's Mitch McConnell answering a question about the jackbooted thug raid of Donald Trump's home this week. I'm here today to talk about uh, the flood and the recovery from the flood. Yeah, you know what I'm here to say? Uh, you're done. You're done, sir. You are so beyond done. And any Republican who votes for you to retain your position deserves to be done as well. First national poll following the FBI raid on President Trump. 83% of Republicans and 73% of independents now are more likely to vote in the 2022 midterm elections as a result of the FBI raid. Convention of States Action in partnership with the Trafalgar Group says that uh, independent Republican voters are united in their outrage about this unprecedented and tragic event in American history. It's clear to voters that the FBI raid is designed to punish the primary political enemy of the regime in power, according to Mark Meckler, of the, pres- of the, the president of Convention of States, which do need right about now. 53.9% of independent voters believe Trump's political enemies are behind the FBI raid on President Trump's private home. 35% believe it is it was the impartial justice system at work, and 10.8% are not sure. And who gives a rat behind about them people? 76% of Republican voters believe Trump's political enemies are behind the FBI raid on President Trump's private home. 14% think it was impartial. 
11.9% of Democrat voters believe Trump's political enemies are behind the FBI raid. 71% of independent voters say the FBI raid on President Trump has increased their motivation to vote on the 2022 election. Now, they just said uh, that they think that this was an injustice. It was the uh, political weapon. So now they're going to vote. Huh, wonder which way they're going to vote. 83% of Republican voters say the FBI raid on President Trump has increased their motivation to vote in the 2022 election. And I believe that a substantial number of those feel also that this was a grave injustice. This was jackbooted thuggery by an arm of the party in power. Let's go to Bob in Parkville, Maryland. Hello there, Bob. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's going on, my friend? Yes, good afternoon. I yes, want sir. to talk about what happened uh, last Monday night. Yes, sir. I had called uh, Derek Hunter. He's on, as you know, in the morning in yes, Baltimore. I know. Yes. I was talking about the Constitution of the United States and never give up any of your rights, especially the first ten amendments. It's the individual uh, protection against your own government. Yes. Uh, this, they, they've so done away with it, what constitutes the heart of the Constitution of the United States. I'm not going to name any names. I just want to say this. There are so-called American citizens, like you just brought up. This is an act of sedition. No question about it, if you're in on this. This man, he's not my cup of tea, but the current president isn't either. I'm an independent. My man was Eisenhower, as I told you before. Oh, yes, oh, yes. I, uh, but there are no more Eisenhowers around. That's the problem. But this, uh, this raid on this ex-former president's uh, uh, abode in, in Florida, I would want to know who the person was who was supposed to tip these so-called FBI and, and so forth about the locations of what was in that in, in his building. In his yeah, yeah. Place. Bob, you're right. There was somebody inside the building, apparently, you tipped Why people off now. Why don't they name them? Uh, well, they will. Uh, the the uh, bleep is going to hit it's the fan here, Bob. In the Constitution, my friend, uh, a man must face his own accuser. Doesn't that doesn't it say that? Yes, sir. So how come they don't name them? It also says uh, something about unreasonable searches and seizures, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think that's part of that, too, there, Bob. Bob, i got to tell you, you've been on the planet a few more years than me, Bob. Have you ever seen anything like this? No, I'm 85 years old. I'll tell you one thing. I wanted to bring this up. Real quick. Khrushchev, in 1958, visited the United States because he was invited by the United States Senate and the congressional authorities. They were all Democrats. They had control of both houses, but they didn't have the presidency because it was Eisenhower. So he came here. I hate, you know how Ike was. He hated anything uh, uh, like Hitler or anything like that. And he, uh, uh, Khrushchev, acknowledged that the United States would fall. This is in 1958. Yeah, yeah, Bob, listen, I got to run. I got to run. I got to wait. Wherever it gets a hard break, I do appreciate your phone call. I appreciate Bob. Thank you very much. Uh, More of your calls on the way. Ken, you're up next. And then uh, Tom Fitton of Judicial Watch. He's uh, taking action against this uh, unreasonable search and seizure. And then I've got a lot of audio from the people who were there. Um, If you were thinking that American Revolution is coming, well, no, you're right in the middle of it. You are right in the middle of it. Not a single shot fired. This is The Rob Carson Show. Inflation is made in Washington because only Washington can create money. 
And any other attribution of an, to other groups of inflation is wrong. Consumers don't produce it. Producers don't produce it. The trade unions don't produce it. Foreign sheiks don't produce it. Oil imports don't produce it. What produces it is too much government spending and too much government creation of money and nothing. That would be uh, no. Made oh, in that would be Nobel Prize winning uh, uh, economist Milton Friedman. By the way, yeah, I thought you should know that. There's never been any debate a debate about that uh, as well as far as the creation of inflation. There's the uh, recession thing, two quarters negative growth, and then that. Yeah, those two things, and both of those you're told not to believe. If you think that an American revolution is coming, and, and there's talk about it, and there's, you know, this and that, and picking up arms and all that stuff, that's, that's no. <laughs> by, by the time that happens, it'll already be too late. Right now, we're in the middle of it. Right now, we're in the middle of changing the country, overthrowing the country. It's coming from the left, by the way. It's, it's, it's been happening for a, a long time. If you think all of this, this nonsense that's been happening the last five years just happened by happenstance, COVID, what, you're wrong. This all started years ago when Barack Obama said he was going to fundamentally change the, uh, the country. And I, and I don't like conspiracy theories. I, I, I do a lot of work on uh, research for my show. I do 10 hours of prep for a three-hour show. I've also got life experience and common sense going. So if you think that it's going to be, uh, oh, a bunch of guys going to get together. You know, do you know how hard it would be to just get a, bunch, a loose group of people in a country of 330 million people to take up arms and organize? And they, that ain't going to happen. That, that's not going to happen. I, I'm, you know, I'm well-armed. I know a lot of people who are well-armed. The revolution is already upon us. It's been happening for a while here. They're just trying to put the nail in our coffin, and that's not going to happen. That's not going to freaking happen. Judicial Watch announced today that Magistrate Judge Bruce Reinhardt, by the way, he's just a low-level judge who has political leanings toward the left. It's fairly obvious. He actually recused himself six weeks before saying, giving the FBI the ability to uh, search Donald Trump's home wholesale. He actually recused himself from a case where Donald Trump was suing Hillary Clinton. Did you know that? But somehow... This in combination with social media posts that clearly show he's an enemy of Donald Trump. They went to him because they knew he'd give them the thumbs up. This on the heels of the FBI using the uh, lying to the FISA court, lying to the FISA court to obtain warrants to, uh, to listen in on Donald Trump and his campaign to surveil them, the transition team and the new presidency. We're in the middle of the revolution. It's not, it's, it's not coming. It's, it's already here. Judicial Watch announced, uh, Judicial Watch announced today that uh, Magistrate Judge Bruce Reinhardt has ordered the U.S. Department of Justice to file a response to Judicial Watch motion to unseal the warrant and supporting materials behind the FBI raid. They've been reticent to share it, you see. They've been reticent to share the reason why. They've never said that. And oddly enough, the only thing that Christopher Wray is saying is that uh, there are threats against law enforcement. Now, you may recall the summer of 2020. You may recall the war on the police started by Black Lives Matter, Antifa, and the Democrat Party with defunding the police and then all the riots that injured hundreds of police officers, killed at least one in St. Louis. You may recall that happened. Well, that was the war on police. And this jackweed 
Chris Ray has the audacity to say that because he conducts a jackbooted raid on the former president of the United States home, searching everything, not just the materials in question from the National Archive. He says that now the police are under uh, threat. I tell you what, uh, if you work for the FBI, I would seriously consider putting your stuff at your desk in a box right now just to be ready. Judicial Watch investigating the potential politicization of the Federal Bureau of Investigation and the U.S. Department of Justice, whether uh, the FBI and Justice Department are abusing their law enforcement powers to harass a likely future political opponent of President Biden. The public has an urgent and substantial interest in understanding the predicate for the execution of the unprecedented search warrant of the private residence of a former president and likely future political opponent. No official explanation or information has been released about the search. As of the filing of this motion, the public Public record consists solely of speculation and innuendo. In short, the historical presumption of access to warrant materials vastly outweighs any interest the government may have in keeping the materials under seal. Given the political context and the highly unusual actions of executing a search warrant, oh yeah, and also the FBI abusing its power obtaining FISA warrants to surveil Donald Trump when he was a candidate, his transition team, and presidency... It is essential that the public understands as soon as possible the basis for the government's action. Here is John Solomon. He is a, an incredible, incredible reporter with a long track word uh, record talking about the timeline of events that led up to the raid on Donald Trump's home. The wholesale raid of his home where his office was turned upside down, where his safe was opened, where his wife's wardrobe was rifled through this is america in 2022 uh, i have confirmed that in late may the federal government the justice department delivered a grand jury subpoena to president trump president trump this is in connection with the records case president trump didn't contest the subpoena he voluntarily cooperated with it allowed three agents and a senior doj official to come to his property. I can't wait to see the security camera footage. The FBI told the people at uh, Mar-a-Lago to turn off the Camrys. Cameras? Camrys. Not the Camrys. The Cameras you can drive off. You know, and they're a nice Toyota. They'll last you forever. But the Camrys and uh, the, the Secret Service and the staff there said, hey, you know, up yours. On June 3rd, and to up, uh, pick up a set of documents that they thought were uh, what the government was looking for, the last remaining documents. And they knew where it was because they actually helped uh, Donald Trump lock them up in a room. They weren't in Melania's closet. We're left there. The president actually came down and surprised everybody. Dressed up in a suit, came down, greeted the FBI agents, said, I appreciate it. You know why he did that? Because he has respect for law enforcement. And I did too, until now. What you're doing, and he- I'm talking about the FBI. Told them, if there's anything you need, let us know. We will cooperate fully. When the president left, the FBI agents, according to government officials and private sources I've talked to, asked for permission to go see the storage locker, the one they just broke into a week ago. They were voluntarily allowed to go in and take a look at the locker, see what things were done, uh, ask questions. They left in a very cordial manner because the president was cooperating without any resistance, and he had made a promise, you need something, come back. I'm oh, that's interesting. He said, if you need anything else, please, please, just reach out to my people. We'll be fine. I'm going to deliver it. Five days later, the government asked that a good padlock be put on that room, secure uh -huh. that room, yep. which the Secret Service did. Yep. 
and nothing occurred for two months well, until they showed up and raided. The president was voluntarily complying with a grand jury subpoena, and then he gets raided anyways. These are going to raise some very serious questions about the timeline of what has now happened. And they expect you to believe that nobody in the higher echelons of the FBI or the president of the United States knew anything about it. You know why I believe they knew everything about it? Say it with me. Yeah, because I'm not stupid. It's kind of weird. The same thing happened to another Trump associate, uh, Peter Navarro, just not too long ago. He was actually arrested at Reagan National Airport and put in leg irons. Seriously, for a misdemeanor, leg irons and solitary confinement. This was a bread and circus political arrest that was leaked to the press while I sat in solitary confinement in leg irons, unable to ask for legal advice. They were making, and look, I went out uh, after... There are uh, dozens and dozens of people in the January 6th uh, prison in Washington, D.C., the Gulag, the Bastille, who don't have the notoriety of, uh, of Peter Navarro, who don't have the ability to afford attorneys. They've been out of work. Their lives have been destroyed, while many of them sit in solitary confinement. And by the way, there was no evidence of an insurrection. The FBI even said that. They even said there was no insurrection at the Capitol on January the 6th. I got past the judge there. I went outside and I said this. So and I said, I'm not the target here. The real target is Donald John Trump. And by the way, if they can come for Navarro and Trump, they can come for everybody. But you know, you don't need to worry about that. Yesterday, I posted on social media and uh, was greeted with a little bit of consternation. Not as much as I thought, though. Not as much as I thought. I said that, uh, you know, if you believe that the IRS is, uh, you have nothing to worry about, about 87,000 new IRS agents, um, then uh, that's kind of like, I don't know, uh, the German army telling people in, in the German people that you have nothing to worry about as long as you're not hiding Jews. And I know there was, oh, my God, you can't believe you, you use that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, no, not I don't use I don't do these things uh, to to stir things up. I make honest analogies about what I've seen and how history repeats itself. The, this is talking about the the IRS wants to go after people who have not done anything wrong. They want to assume guilt, and you have to prove that you're not guilty. That's the way the IRS works. And the tax code is so ungodly complicated that one slip on one line could result in ruining you. And that's what they're looking for. There's no other reason for the, the IRS to want to hire 87,000 new employees, new enforcement agents, when 4% of the money is going to customer service. The rest, a good share of it, 60%, is going for enforcement. And they even pulled down an ad online looking for IRS agents who know how to handle firearms and would be willing to use deadly force if necessary. That's real. Let's go to Ken and Jessup, Maryland. Hello there, Ken. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Your thoughts today, please. Uh, Rob, hi. Um, I don't know how often you look at the Gateway Pundit. All the time. I, I, um, but they have an article on there today that what the FBI is actually, was actually looking for is uh, President Trump declassified and has a binder regarding crossfire hurricane. Yes. And it actually names, I guess, the FBI agents involved in all of this and their activities. He declassified it. 
The Department of Justice took it for a little bit and took out any sources and methods and sent it back. But that's actually what they're not what they're looking for, not some obscure documents. Okay. Um, okay. That that to me makes more sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, it, it does. It does. But yesterday they also went after uh, a bunch of uh, lawmakers in uh, in Pennsylvania. They also confiscated Representative Scott Perry's phone as part of a probe uh, involving electors coming from the state of Pennsylvania. So this makes me kind of look like, uh, unless it's a distraction, like they were looking for additional information on January the 6th. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, I guess... Okay, okay. I, At I this point, honestly, Ken, who the hell knows, right? At this point, yeah, who the hell knows? Yeah, so I, I'm going to leave with a joke. Um, <laughs> okay. Do you, think, do you think that there's a spike in monkeypox because we're becoming a banana republic? I think that's probably a good reason. Thanks for the call. <laughs> if you if you get a hankering for uh, bananas and want to throw your own feces at people, then we'll know you got it there, Ken. Thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. Uh, more on the way. Uh, we've got a couple of uh, Donald Trump's attorneys who are on scene to talk about how the uh, the FBI behaved during this raid against a former president of the United States, the first in our history. The first in our history. That's coming up. The number here is 800-922-6680. It's the Rob Carson Show. Back in a second. To all the Brandons out there, we salute you. It's the Rob Carson Show. And the shopper around the world was the start of the revolution. The men and men were raised on the moon. You remember this? Fellow Xers. Take your powder, take your gun, report to General Washington. Hurry, man, there's not an hour to lose. Now, that's the uh, traditional uh, version of a revolution. Well, the revolution has been going on for uh, years. We're just seeing the culmination of it. It's a revolution against you and me. Everything. You think the last five years, <laughs> it just happened? I mean, look at everything. Look at everything that is upside down right now. From CRT in schools to uh, uh, Donald Trump being uh, uh, raided to, uh, you know, the election of 2020 uh, to what happened in 2020, by the way, uh, what happened the summer of 2020. You think you think that that the revolution is coming? I hate to tell you this. I think we're knee deep in it already. And, And our reaction to it. Our reaction to it is the fight. Not talking physical. I'm talking about refusing, saying no. Right now, you are nothing to the federal government. You are nothing more than a, uh, a means of production and revenue. That's it. You are a means of production and revenue, and if you don't serve their political purposes, you are crap. And you will be persecuted. You will be cursed, persecuted by the IRS. You will be persecuted possibly by the FBI. It will start with the IRS, by the way, with their 87,000 new agents. <laughs> I, listen, it doesn't take a genius to figure this stuff out. This isn't conspiracy theory stuff. They're literally, they're gonna, the House is going to vote on it tomorrow. 87,000 new IRS agents. $400 billion spent on green energy nonsense, and they're calling it the Inflation Reduction Act. I mean, what the hell else do you need to know? 
What the hell else do you need to know? You're being played. You're being played. Dear God, I swear to you. This is Janine Pirro. I, I love Janine, by the way. She's spectacular. Uh, here she is the night before last talking about the raid on Mar-a-Lago. I don't think it's speculation at all. You do not, you do not break into a house of a guy that you've been working with for nine months that you have to admit has been cooperating with you for presidential records? No. Almost like it was a political persecution. Can I ask you a question? No. I'm going to answer your question. Yes, and you do not do that and have guys with AR-15 and women, I might add, at the front of Mar-a-Lago at, at, in a situation... What would happen if this was Barack and Michelle Obama? What the hell if it was one of their palatial estates that they got by not inventing anything or bringing in anything to market just by being a government uh, tool? What do you suppose people would do if they raided their home with 30 or 40 jackbooted thugs carrying ARs? Their home in, uh, in Hawaii, right there on the, uh, on the beach with the rising uh, tides because of global warming and climate change, or, or in uh, Martha's Vineyard. What the hell would happen then? What about Bill and Hillary's place in New York in Chappaqua? How would that be greeted? I want you to just stand back and look at the office of president of the United States. And you look at respect, and you look at uh, uh, demeanor, and you look at this as being a, an affront to the office. A little bit more from Judge Janine. ...like this where the man's about to announce for president if he's going to run for president. Aha! But if I were the lawyer, the first thing I'd say is, as a citizen of the United States, I want to know from the Department of Justice why you're doing this. I want to know from the FBI whether or not this is legitimate, because everything that you've done regarding Donald Trump has been illegal, illegitimate, and immoral, and the country knows it. And you. Okay, let's go to Steve real quick in Santa Cruz. Steve, you got about 45 seconds. Go right ahead. Thanks. Yeah, I've always suspected the FBI and the CIA rigged the election with the ma- machines Yes. to see them so cavalier and third reichish about this raid on trump bolsters that suspicion and i think also they knew his deposition would be a few days later they wanted to force him to testify in case they found anything yes and this goes back to biden but if you want to know all the details you have to visit the editorial section of lennonmurdertruth.com all right, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Let's take your uh, calls, 800-922-6680. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey, guys, it's Rob Carson. You know, there are a billion Airbuds out there, but there's only one Raycon. I wear mine when I'm mowing the yard, working out, or just chilling. Raycon earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. Optimized gel tips make them comfortable, and they don't budge frustrating when you're moving around and you lose an earbud on the floor. Raycon earbuds don't budge. Raycon earbuds give you eight hours of playtime, 32 hours of battery life, all priced at half the other premium audio brands. Also, there are three customizable sound profiles, so you can switch from, oh, I don't know, five-finger death punch to Lionel Richie with ease. And, of course, there's noise cancellation. So if you're riding in a car like I did for 16 hours with my family, you can enjoy your music or podcast in absolute bliss. Go to buyraycon.com slash Newsmax today. Get 15% off your order. Huge 15% off the already incredibly priced Raycon earbuds. Awesome. That's buyraycon.com slash Newsmax. That's buyraycon.com slash Newsmax. 
Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. Hour number two of the Rob Carson Show. The number here is 800-922-6680. If you'd like to uh, comment on any of us, imagine you're at your home and, and uh, I don't know, your law enforcement was at your home uh, a couple months earlier. I uh, wanted to check on, you know, what, maybe some tax records you have. And they said, uh, you know, just hang on to those here. You know, just here, here's an idea to put these in this safe and lock it up here. And if we need anything, you know, we'll come back and get you. And you say, okay, that's cool. Absolutely fine. And then uh, two months later, they just bust into your home, armed agents, like uh, a military raid and search your entire house. Not just the place where the, the records supposedly were, but your entire house, including your uh, your wife, if you're, uh, you know, whatever, if you're married, you got it. But your, your uh, Sega, there's uh, wardrobe, goes through there, goes through your office, goes through everything wholesale. Imagine how you'd feel if that happened. That happened for the first time in our nation's history. This on the heels of five years of persecution of Donald Trump by federal authorities, starting literally the day that he swore an oath and became the president of the United States and parts of Washington, D.C. burned. Nobody in custody for that. Then the summer of 2020, the, the country burned. And then the summer of 2020, uh, there was a a three-day siege of the White House, and they tried to burn down St. John's Historic Church. And the President of the United States, for the first time in history, had to take his family to the security bunker. And yet we're supposed to think that, oh, the FBI did an unprecedented raid of Donald Trump's home looking for anything they could find not related to what they said they wanted. And we should trust the FBI that they were doing the right thing. Unbelievable. They had to find a low-level Florida magistrate who is deeply political and deeply left to authorize a search warrant on Mar-a-Lago, even though Donald Trump two months before said, hey, the records are here. You guys literally padlocked the records. We couldn't get into them. Uh, And then you decided to pull this. Bruce Reinhardt is the magistrate, and uh, he accused the former president of lacking moral stature. And he sure sh- uh, shared a woke video about white privilege. He donated to the campaigns of Barack Obama and Jeb Bush. Huh? None of the Bushes have said anything about this. And neither have the Clintons, and neither have the Obamas. And Jimmy Carter, he's so old, who cares? He also shared a video from a page called Woke Folks showing an instructor teaching teenagers about racial privilege by making them line up for a race in different starting positions based on their conditions of their birth and upbringing. He is a classic leftist. And that's why the FBI went to him. Because he could look beyond reason and look solely at politics and find any reason to invade Donald Trump's home and find anything. Former President Donald Trump said the Justice Department and the Federal Bureau of Investigation asked him to add extra locks on the document storage room at Mar-a-Lago, the same room they broke into during the raid. He said on Monday, without notification or warning, an army of agents broke into Mar-a-Lago, went to the same storage area, ripped open the locks that they had asked to be installed, a surprise attack, politics, and while our country is going to hell. These are dark times for our nation. 
His home is currently under siege, raided, and occupied by a large group of FBI agents. Nothing like this has ever happened to a president of the United States before. And if you're down with this, you are a pure political tool, and you are on the wrong side of history. Here's Jonathan Turley talking about the uh, unnecessary raid on Mar-a-Lago on Monday. Well, that's the question. The more we learn, the more confusing this gets. What, what did they possibly tell Reinhardt? Uh, did they relay the, this history to the magistrate that, according to these sources, that the president had cooperated? We still don't know exactly why the FISA court gave the thumbs up to uh, surveilling Donald Trump's uh, uh, campaign, transition team, and presidency. Clearly, somebody lied about who paid for the dossier, and we all know the dossier was paid for by Hillary Clinton and the DNC. She even paid a fine for that. Yeah, yeah, they, they know she did it. She paid for it. She paid a fine to the FCC or the FEC. I mean, the idea that he was subject to a subpoena, complied with the subpoena, didn't challenge it. That happened two months ago. Uh, voluntarily showed the storage room to the agents two months ago uh, followed their advice secured it at, to to meet their demands um, all of that is hardly a basis for saying now we need to send in 40 uh, FBI agents on a, on a nighttime raid I mean if the subpoena worked the first time then presumably a second subpoena would work the second time if there were remaining documents that were not gathered up in the first collection when it involves a former president of the United States, there are things called protocol and decorum. All of those go out the window when you are living in Venezuela. All of those go out the window when you're living in North Korea. All of those go out the window when you're living in Cuba. That's why the FBI behaved this way. This shows you the depths to which they have fallen. More from Jonathan Turley. Well, you know, this has been a theory of many people that this was a pretext for gathering January 6th material. Aha! If that's the case, it's truly breathtaking. Yes, and I do have some information on that in just a second. Because this is the same agency that has a documented history of misrepresenting facts to judges. Uh, FISA and uh, the dossier falsifying material being given to secure search warrants. If this is a repeat of that conduct, uh, then there will be hell to pay uh, if there's an oversight investigation. Oh, there had better be hell to pay. There had better be hell to pay. And again, if you're thinking that a revolution is coming, we're already in the middle of it, guys. And they're not even firing shots. How do we respond? We say not only no, but hell no. Here is uh, Alan Dershowitz, uh, who is a liberal, by the way. I've had him on the show many times. We're going to get him on. Talking to Glenn Beck about the raid and how improper it was. Uh, we would like you to bring them all to the court tomorrow morning before you have a chance to leave. But this raid is absolutely outrageous and unconstitutional. He's a lib. He didn't vote for Donald Trump. He voted for Joe Biden engage in a raid on a house unless you've exhausted all other possibilities and the most obvious recourse here was usually when a president says hey yeah they're right here go ahead and put a lock on it yeah they'll be secured and if you need them come and see us that's not exactly exhausting all possibilities a subpoena a subpoena to the so fishing exposition uh, expedition it was a fascist fishing expedition president 
saying there are 25 boxes in your house. Anything found in this raid should be considered uh, uh, evidence that was uh, obtained illegally. This is safe. Uh, Inadmissible. We would like you to bring them all to the court tomorrow morning before you have a chance to leave where you are in the Northeast and come there and destroy anything. Yeah, they did the raid when they did because they knew he wasn't going to be in town. And we will then... Because they're cowards. ...submit it to a judge, and lawyers can argue some of it was unclassified, some of it was uh, unclassified by the president, some was never classified. Some may be so classified that even the FBI shouldn't have access uh, to it. Some may be privileged, lawyer, client, executive. By the way, the FBI is completely aware of what is in this material from the National Archives. Cash Patel has already proven that much of it had been declassified. Privilege. This is exactly the kind of thing that needs a document by document analysis by a judge not the FBI coming in and sweeping everything together, breaking into a safe. It reminds me of the Geraldo Rivera fiasco <laughs> when he broke into the safe of one of the big gangsters, uh, Capone. I would have loved to see like, a picture of Donald Trump in the safe saying, sorry, suckers. I think that would have been pretty fun, actually. This was uh, attorney for Donald Trump, Christina Bob, talking about the raid. Uh, when I arrived, I arrived and, and kind of announced myself as the legal representation for President Trump. I asked to see a copy of the warrant. Initially, they refused and said, you know, we don't have to show it to you. And They also said, turn off the security cameras. They didn't. There's footage. There was a little bit of an exchange uh, about whether it was appropriate to withhold the warrant when you're searching the... And the reasoning behind the warrant. The residence of the former president, who's likely to be the Republican nominee in the next election so they all about keeping him from running again conceded and let me see it they did not give a give me a copy of it right away but they did let me see it it was very uh i would say thin and yeah, as, vague. as you can tell uh, with from public records uh, the affidavit the uh supporting documentation of what the probable cause was to obtain the all they needed was a small excuse the warrant has been sealed so we're not allowed to see that you'd have we have to go to court to <laughs> request the judge to release that which you know may or may not happen yeah so it depends on who appointed the judge we don't know what the probable cause is why they were allowed to search uh but they did yep. But what were they looking for? Did that give you any indication? Were they looking for yeah. documents like we've been led to believe yeah. for the Presidential Records Act? Is that really the foundational uh, ask on the warrant? If it were, they wouldn't have searched Melania Trump's wardrobe. It was for the president and his office. The Records Act, which has never been aggressively pursued or prosecuted in this country, not once since yeah. 1978 when it was yeah. put in place. Is that what they told you? Yes. And, yeah, that actually is. They also... Um, said that they were they were looking for classified documents, evidence of a, a crime as far as classified documents go. So they were looking for both classified fishing expedition. Let's go to Homer in Rising Sun, Maryland. Hello there, Homer. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? You got me, buddy. Yeah. Hey, listen. I want to remind the blast in the past here when Hillary was in power there with uh, her hubby. She had a computer that was called Big Brother. And in this computer were, all, at the time, all the Republican congressmen and senators, raw data from, guess where, the FBI, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. raw files on all those Republicans. I guess that was so Hillary could blackmail the people and, uh, and, and keep things under control. But, I mean, the, the FBI goes way back to Jagger Hoover, who was famous for 
every time somebody looked like an up-and-comer, sicked his FBI people, wanted to uh, follow him around and see what's going. And Oh, you mean like MLK? Blackmail him. You, you mean like the MLK? Yeah, they went after <laughs> Martin Luther King Jr., man. That's right. They did. Yeah, yeah. The, mean, FBI the FBI has been it, the FBI has been secret police since it's in it, since its foundation, and all of this, uh, you know, the Untouchables and all of this, uh, this the FBI TV show has all been window dressing. Yes, there are good agents, but by and large, it's been nothing more than a tool of those who are in power. And most recently, and I would venture to say, at least the last decade, possibly even twenty years, just a tool for the Democrat Party. One more thought there, real quick. We got to take a break. Home or go. Uh, I think, you know, I was telling a friend of mine a while back, uh, I said, you know, this FBI is starting to look a little smelly. And then uh, more and more stuff comes out, especially about uh, the uh, crossbar hurricane with yeah. uh, uh, all the Clinton again yeah. uh, subterfuge in, in trying to uh, get Trump. I mean, Trump's been investigated like four or five times. Here. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So it's how rid- can there be anything left to investigate? Yeah. It's ridiculous. And what they're doing is they have the man, they're looking for the crime. That's what the, that's what Soviets did. That's what Stalin did. That's what they're doing. Same playbook. we got to take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. SS Titanic is going down, and there's no room on the door for Democrats. It's the Rob Carson Show. I saw a classified ad. I think this is out of Pravda, circa 1981. It says here that they are looking for uh, people to work uh, 50 hours a week, may include irregular hours beyond call 24 7, including holidays and weekend. Maintain a level of fitness necessary to effectively respond to life-threatening situations on the job. Must be able to carry a firearm. Be willing to use deadly force if necessary. Be willing and able to participate in arrests, execution of search warrants, and other dangerous assignments. And I'm thinking they're looking for KGB agents here. They're looking for secret police agents here. And then I realize this is an ad for the IRS that was taken down yesterday. This was an ad that was running from our IRS. Our Congress is about to pass a bill that they call the Inflation Reduction Act. Even though inflation reduction has D word to do with what's in it. What's in it is $400 billion in Green New Deal bullcrap and payoffs to political cronies. And then there's 87,000 new IRS agents to go after people to collect an additional $200 billion in revenue. But Corinne Jean-Pierre yesterday said they're not going to go after people making under $200,000 a year. No, no, don't worry about that at all. People under $200,000 a year, we're not going to mess with them. Now, does that mean that nobody under $200,000 a year cheats on their taxes? Is that it? It, Does it mean only people making above $200,000 might cheat on their taxes? Of course it doesn't, because that has nothing to do with it. Right now, the people who are most targeted by the IRS are people making under $50,000 a year, to the tune of about 13 out of every 1,000. People making above $400,000, it's closer to like 3.1%. You're being played. 
You're being played. And by the way, everybody who is uh, screaming to the high heavens saying that we want investigations, we will have them next year when we regain Congress, you can trust those people to get it done. MTG, Jim Jordan, and others. And those who are amazingly silent on it, those are the ones you have to really, really look out for. And those include those who you think are on your side. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Like uh, Mitch McConnell. Like Mitch McConnell. Not saying a damn thing about a former president. For over a day, Mitch didn't say a word. Jim Gossett. About a raid by the FBI. While everyone spoke out except for Mitch. Bye-bye. Needs to be unemployed. Mitch got a lot of grief. Made a statement that was brief. On a matchbox cover, it could be written. Talked about the flood. He was weak and much too slow. And we all know it's time. Time for Mitch to go. I think uh, turtles live in swamps. I, I could be wrong. Kentucky Mitch has been a boss. <laughs> It's time to get someone that we can trust. Hey, Mitch, you're through. Good yes, play. I'm through. Gonna get someone new. <laughs> Let's replace you. <laughs> Say goodbye, Kentucky Mitch. Yeah, you're done, buddy. You're about as done as uh, Liz Cheney. Like that Thanksgiving turkey gets about 165 degrees internal temperature. The plastic thermometer sticks out. Let's go to Alice in Catonsville. Hello, Alice. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Your thoughts today? Oh, Rob. It's oh, scary. Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, because, you know, oh, my gosh, it, the FBI is out of control. The government oh, yeah. is out of control. And they need to quit picking on our former president, Trump, you know, I, I just, I'm, I'm flabbergasted. They're, they're just a bunch of bullies, and yeah. we have got to put them back in their place. We've got to, oh, I want to say slap them down, but I'm not a violent person. <laughs> no, they all need to be fired. They need to be investigated. We need to indict, impeach, remove, incarcerate, repeat. That's what we have to do the entire federal government. That's what's got them so freaked out. That's why they did it on Monday after Donald Trump spoke at CPAC and said that he was going to wholesale go after those in the swamp in Washington, D.C., starting with about 50,000 federal employees. That's one of the reasons why this happened on Monday. They've forgotten, Rob, that they work for us that the, the tables are supposed to be turned. Yeah. We do not serve them. They are to be public servants to us. Alice, uh, here's the deal. You hear the term enemy of the state. The state is our enemy, all right? We're not enemies of the state. We're hardworking people. We are nothing to the federal government but means of production and revenue. That's it. We are not enemy of the states. The state is the enemy of the people right now. And we've got to do something about it at the ballot box and beyond. Just say no. John, you hold on in Freedom, California. You too, John, in Columbia. Wow, a whole lot of John's calling today. Stick around.
Christopher Ray hasn't said a damn thing about the uh, raid on Mar-a-Lago, except for he's saying now that all of these uh, white supremacists, these, uh, these Trump supporters are threatening law enforcement, threatening the FBI. Well, as I'm sure you can appreciate, that's not something that I can talk about, so I'd refer you to the department. Um, It's called passing the buck like he did last week. Oh, yeah, he testified on Capitol Hill, by the way. He effectively pled the fifth by not answering a damned question. The issue of threats, um, I will say that I'm always concerned about violence and threats of violence against law enforcement. Then why have you not said a damn thing about what has happened to law enforcement in this country the last three years? Why in the hell not? Uh, and that is a topic that I have been talking about frequently. Uh, Spare me your concern. Spare me your concern. As you sit and you watch cities around America burn and hundreds, if not thousands, of police officers injured by Antifa and Black Lives Matter, supported tacitly by Black Lives Matter or, or by, the, by the Democrat Party, supported, funded, bail money, Uh, supported by the Vice President of the United States. Including earlier today with law enforcement partners here in Nebraska and yesterday with law enforcement partners in Iowa and Illinois uh, and any threats made. You know what? Here's the thing. Law enforcement gets it. Law enforcement knows that conservatives support law enforcement always have. They've always said that defunding the police was a uh, was a joke, What was going to create chaos. And lo and behold, it did. And this jackweed yesterday, finally, after destruction, debasement, defunding, decides to act like he's on the side of law enforcement. It's laughable at best. Against law enforcement including the men and women of the FBI, uh, as with any law enforcement agency, are, are deplorable and dangerous. Not deplorable. Well, that's kind of weird. He used the word deplorable. That's kind of funny that he would use the word deplorable, which is what Hillary Clinton called Trump supporters. It's just kind of weird. You know, these things happen by accident, don't they? No, they don't actually. They don't happen by accident. They're deliberate. They're deliberate. Oh, by the way, a whistleblower has revealed that uh, former notorious FBI official Jill Sanborn led a campaign to pad domestic terrorism data. The same agent who denied knowledge of Ray Epps. She did. Yeah, she was on Capitol Hill. She denied knowledge of, uh, of Ray Epps. Here she is actually being questioned uh, with regard to the uh, events on January the 6th by Ted Cruz. I want to turn to the FBI. How many FBI agents or confidential informants actively participated in the events of January 6th? Now, the correct answer would be none, sir. That would be ludicrous. Sir, I'm sure you can appreciate that I can't go into the specifics of sources and methods. uh, Did any FBI agents or confidential informants informants actively participate in the events of January 6th? Yes or no? Sir, I I can't answer that. Did any- uh, the correct answer is no, of course not. The FBI agents or confidential informants commit crimes of violence on January 6th. Again, the correct answer would be of course not. I can't answer that, sir. Did any FBI agents any F- or FBI informants actively encourage and incite crimes of violence on January 6th? Uh, what's the correct answer? It would be no, that's ridiculous. I can't answer that. Why is that word coming to my mind? And I don't even speak German. I think it's uh, Reichstag. Ms. Sadburn, who is Ray Epps? Is she she playing Jeopardy? I'm aware of the individual, sir. Uh, I don't have the specific background to him. 
It's amazing how uninformed the heads of the FBI are. Well, there are a lot of well, people who are understandably very concerned. Now, let me give you a little bit more here. Jill Sanborn, a now Roku employee who worked at the FBI for more than two decades, is uh, one of the two officials a whistleblower is identified as having exerted pressure on agents to reclassify as DVE, domestic violent extremism, uh, matters, according to a letter to Sam Morn on uh, the, the letter written by uh, the, the Jim Jordan said that she basically... Um, changed the definition of what a domestic violent extremist is and inflated the numbers to uh, reflect the FBI's belief that Trump supporters were a part of it. She boosted the numbers to basically reposition the enemy radar on patriots, kind of like the IRS did when Lois Lerner was there. FBI officials are pressuring agents to reclassify cases as domestic violence extremism, even if the cases do not meet the criteria for such a classification. Jim Jordan noticed that, uh, noted that scandalous, considering the Biden administration's push to frame domestic violent extremism as America's greatest threat. And everything they do through their actions would reinforce this. Let's go to uh, John in Freedom, California. John, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Your thoughts, please. Thank you for taking my call, Rob. Uh, I wanted to talk about the uh, judge who signed the uh, search warrant. Yes. And compare whether his authority was legal or not, because I've read the canons of judicial ethics, which my understanding is that all judges are responsible for adhering to and state that in canon number two, it says a judge shall, which is a command, avoid improper or improprieties or the appearance of improper or improprieties in their activities. And I believe that there's something improper or the appearance of being improper unless better defined by what the judge did. John, you're exactly right. And by the way, this pre this judge, uh, this magistrate recused himself from a case involving Donald Trump suing Hillary Clinton because he said he was biased. Six weeks later, he gave the FBI the thumbs up to raid Mar-a-Lago. I, I, I understand that. And I also understand that at one time, the Supreme Court gave permission to all of our government officials to lie if necessary, to secure convictions against the citizens, which I believe is incorrect because there's a case by the Supreme Court, Oswald Armstead, I mean, versus the United States, where uh, Justice Brandeis' decision was decency, security, and liberty demand that the government itself be just as accountable to the people as the people are to the laws created by the government. And you would see the actions of this FBI and the IRS and the federal government would be the complete opposite of that, John. John, great oh. call, man. Thanks for the phone call. Let's go to John in another John in Columbia, Maryland. Hello, John. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Well, thank you very much. Uh, and El Rushpo or Maha Rushi would say, my purpose is to make the host look good, right? That's the purpose <laughs> yes. of every caller. <laughs> yes. But anyway, I think I have a relatively new take on how you and I and the rest of us should respond. Okay. I'm in sales. I'm a hardcore conservative. I'm in sales, and I know how to do persuasion. And I want to persuade those in the middle. And my feeling is that we should shift the burden of proof 
and raise the level of expectation. And one of the pushes, I think the dad was running years ago, they were trying to lower the expectations for his debate performance. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to raise the level of expectations as to what the hell the FBI supposedly found. I want to pretend or actually possibly be slightly open-minded that if the FBI found, like, you know, enriched, enriched weapons grade plutonium in Trump's house, then, yeah, that could be a problem. But I want to raise the expectations that this act could only be justified if they found something like weapons grade plutonium or some, like, really, really bad shit. Pardon my French. Yeah. And if they don't, then uh, they've got to admit that it was bad. And furthermore... Uh, we want to shift the burden of proof. It's not our burden at all to prove that uh, Trump doesn't have anything. In fact, that's impossible. You can't prove a negative. But uh, I want to shift the burden of proof to the other side. Say, all right, so you think this is justified, then where the hell is your weapons-grade plutonium? Where the hell is your freaking smoking stinger missile launcher, a smoking gun, is insufficient for this kind of action? What do you think about that? Uh, sure. Um, you know, it, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> it's just to me, it is, um, it's uh, remarkable. We, we're going to have to find out now uh, what this was all about, what gave them the uh, the, the onus to do something like this. Uh, and they, this is the thing. They, they use this uh, Congressional Records, uh, this uh, Classified Records uh, Act, the National Archives, as an excuse to do a wholesale fishing expedition on Donald Trump. Anything else that is find out, found outside of that has to be inadmissible into a court of law. It has to be. And those who were involved in this raid and those who would gather that uh, that evidence should be brought up on charges. Those who demanded it should be brought up on charges. The, uh, the, the head of the FBI needs to be brought up on charges. The, uh, the AG Merrick Garland needs to be brought up on charges. And Joe Biden shouldn't just be allowed to shuffle off to South Carolina for vacation. That, that's the, to me, is the ultimate indignity. Is that, that, that totalitarian just decides to not say a damn thing, thinking he can get away with this, like, like raiding a former president's home wholesale is something that happens all the time, and just shuffles off with his crack-addled son, who we know is a criminal, who we know is a criminal. There's evidence on his laptop, which the, which the FBI literally classified as disinformation before the election, has had two copies of it. Now one copy is in the in the congressional record, and yet the FBI has done nothing about it. We keep being told that he is under investigation. Where the hell is the raid of Hunter Biden's home? Where in the hell is the raid of all three of Joe Biden's home homes where Hunter Biden has spent time? Give me that, John. Sure. Well, all I'm thinking is people, uh, the more people believe that they have it, I'm a salesman. You sell more by asking questions. You persuade more by asking questions than by making statements. And so I believe that our side needs to ask the the other side the questions. And the question is, what are you? And it's going to be tried in the court of a public opinion. You're all right about the legal ethics of it, but the public court of public opinion is the one that matters. But is the more that we can pound home the questions to to the extent that we can act as if, hey, you know what? We want to be open-minded, and it's hard to be open-minded the way they've treated Trump over the years. However, to the extent that we can say, you know what, if you've got unbelievably damaging evidence, then show it to us. Yes, exactly. And if you don't, then you yourselves need to admit that this was way over the top. That's basically my thing. 
Thanks for the call. Um, what you are seeing right now with Donald Trump is the same thing that the IRS will do to you. Overwhelming evidence? No, they're not going to show you overwhelming evidence. They're not, they're not showing us why, probable cause, why they went into Donald Trump's home and wholesale searched the entire residence. They're not telling us. What they're going to do is they're going to find some sort of piece of minutia, something tiny, something that anything that could prevent him from running again in 2024. And they will do the same thing to you. They will look at a line on a tax return from five years ago. You had no idea about maybe you've got an accountant, maybe you use Quicken. <clears throat> and they're going to find something. And they're going to find something. But you don't have lawyers. You don't have representation. You could be easily driven out of business. Your life could be ruined. And if you have an R next to your name when you vote, you bet your ass they're going to come after you. They already did it. When Lois Lerner was the head of the FBI, they've already broadcast their intentions. Except for this time, they are invested in weaponry, ammunition, and now they want 87,000 more agents. Let's take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. Opinions are easy, entertaining, not so much. It's the Rob Carson Show. Uh, you know, most of our history, we didn't didn't have those institutions. The FBI came in uh, during the First World War, and interestingly enough, the one thing that Woodrow Wilson did, he used the FBI to spy on American citizens. Now wait a minute, that sounds like the uh, FBI was immediately political after its foundings and actually arrests them if they disagreed with his foreign policy about going to war in Europe. And isn't it interesting how recent they used it in the Vietnam era? Democrats used it there, and Republicans used the FBI. What about the colonoscopy they gave to MLK? They had to spy on a hundred different groups in this country, including the churches, who disagree with the policy in uh, Central America. It almost looks like the FBI was designed to spy on Americans who might be disagreeing uh, with policy, especially the foreign policy. Yeah, yeah. And in this case, uh, a political party driving it. Yeah. I would imagine there are a lot of uh, FBI agents, maybe some listening right now, and, and maybe you signed up for this prestigious institution because of what you saw on television as a child, what you believe the agency was all about, and you apparently have been misled. I would encourage those who belong to the FBI to continue to whistleblow. I realize that your salaries, your retirement are at risk here, but you're working for a profoundly corrupt organization at the top. If someone charges you with a flimsy warrant to invade someone's home perhaps you need to say you know mm, no and then they, they, these 87,000 uh, IRS agents they want I think maybe conservatives ought to wholesale apply for those jobs lie do whatever you have make it sound like you're the biggest Trump hater in the entire world and become a member of the IRS then do the opposite Either that or just don't apply at all. No one apply at all. Because if you sign up and you read an ad for the IRS that says you must be willing to uh, handle a, uh, an armament, a handgun or a rifle, and use deadly force, then you are signing up for the Gestapo. It's the Internal Revenue Service. Okay? It's not, it's not the Army. 
It's the Internal Revenue Service. Let's go to, uh, let me see, we need, uh, is it uh, Tim in Baltimore? Tim in Baltimore, hello, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Go ahead. Thanks so much, Rob. I believe we'll hear nothing from the Justice Department until Saturday. And the reason it'll be Saturday is because the 87,000 IRS agents will be approved by then and can't be stopped. Well, they can't be stopped until after the election. Well, what I'm saying is if we could get five Democrats with any integrity to stand up and say, wait a minute, wait a minute, we, we don't want to go this way. Yeah. Uh, the whole thing will stop and the whole uh, house of cards will collapse. But it would be nice, knew, Tim, but I have zero, now, I have zero faith. I have, Trump's Tim, I need to talk. Tim, I need to talk. Stop. You have to realize the two-way conversation. Guys, you got when I start talking, you got to stop for a second, okay? It's a conversation. Don't talk over me. Tim, I don't have a lot of faith in those in power in Washington, D.C., particularly Democrats. We can hope and pray. I would encourage those of you, if you can, please call the Capitol today. Talk to your representative if they are Democrat and say the hell no. Go ahead. Thank you, Rob. Is, okay. okay. Yeah. God bless you. All right. Good. Let's go to John in Columbia. No, we already went to John in Columbia, right? Let's let's go to James in Albuquerque. James, hello. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Go ahead. A lot of J's today. I know, man. What's up? <laughs> hey, I got a few things. I got a lot to say, but I'll say a few things if you allow Please. me to. Um, Obama talked about creating a police force outside of the military, and here we are with the FBI yes. as Nazis, and it's right. come to fruition. Yep, so right. that's where we're at today because we know he's running the show, you know, behind the curtain. So a uh, couple of things uh, I, I kind of change. I change the channel to watch the communists and see what they're saying. And, and uh, mm-hmm. on MSNBC, you got Michael Steele who claims to be a Republican. <laughs> yeah. And then now we have uh, Rick Santorum who, who gets on, on uh, you know, conservative TV or whatever and thinks that we believe or want to hear anything he has to say because he was a resident at CNN for the longest time. So yeah. his opinion and his uh, point of view is nothing to me. But, uh, you know, that's what we're, that's where we're at right now. The, the FBI are Nazis. Uh, and, uh, you know, by raiding Trump's house, you know, I was shaking in my boots the other day, Rob, when uh, McCarthy yeah. told uh, Merritt Garland... Uh, Clear your calendar. I was shaking in my boots, man, when he said that. And I was like, wow, this dude, I, he scares the heck out of me. So McCarthy and McConnell, they hate Trump. I mean, we they got McConnell on uh, in the background bad-mouthing Trump when he was president. So he's just he's just doing it for his own power. Yeah, James, I got to go. James, we've got to run. I'm sorry, but it gets to heartbreak, man. I appreciate it. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is Rob Carson Show, hour number three of the uh, radio program. We have a congressman joining us at the bottom of the hour to talk about the uh, Trump raid. Uh, Ralph, uh, Representative Ralph Norman from South Carolina will join us very shortly. I was reminded last hour by uh, John in Freedom, California, uh, Barack Obama in 2008 saying this. We cannot continue to rely only on our military in order to achieve the national security objectives that we've set. We've got to have a civilian national security force that's just as powerful, just as strong, just as well-funded. As the military. The Democrat Party for over a year has had in their sights 87,000 new IRS agents. This has been around for a year.
They just need to figure out a way to make it happen, to create a security force that went after people on the juxtaposition, uh, or not the juxtaposition, but, but on the basis of income. Everybody has income, any kind of income. They want to weaponize the IRS. The IRS has purchased approximately $700,000 of ammunition between March and June of this year. They just canceled an ad that looked for agents willing to use deadly force if necessary, execute search warrants, and other dangerous assignments. We find this out after the FBI raided, for the first time in history, the home of an ex-president. Despite the fact that this president had complied with the FBI, they used some sort of obscure national security or national archives Donald Trump was in the possession of. Meanwhile, Barack Obama has 30 million pages of documents that he took from him with the White House. I saw this last night. He's got 30 million pages. Nobody's raided his office. Nobody's raided either one of his lovely homes that he got for just being the president. Not creating anything, getting anything to market, nothing like that. Same goes with Hillary Clinton, kind of strange that way. Worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Never created anything, never did anything. Never, never have been uh, audited per se, I guess. But it uh, appears to be backfiring in a major, major way. Convention of States in Trafalgar, Trafalgar, 83% of Republicans, 72% of Independents, now are more likely to vote in the 2022 midterms. 59% or 53% of independents believe Trump's political enemies are behind the FBI raid. 77% of Republicans. 12% of Democrats. Oh, and this, I found this this morning. Somebody emailed me. This is, uh, this is Barack Obama a couple years ago. You just have to flood a country's public square with enough raw sewage. You just have to raise enough questions, spread enough dirt, plant enough conspiracy theorizing that citizens no longer know what to believe. Once they lose trust in their leaders... And we have. ...in mainstream media... Yeah, oh dear God, 13% of Americans trust the mainstream media. Political institutions... Oh yeah, uh, IRS, FBI, anybody? ...in each other. I haven't lost faith in you. I hope you haven't lost faith in me. in the possibility of truth, the game's won. Wow. No, the game's not over. The game is not over. I would encourage you to call our nation's capital today. Talk to your lawmaker. If it's a Democrat, say vote against this bill tomorrow. The Inflation Reduction Act, which is so... Stalinistic. They named it the Inflation Reduction Act. Everybody knows it's not going to reduce inflation. They named it that to cover up what it really is. It's such an insult. It's such an insult. And then you find out that Jill Sandburn, who used to work for the FBI, she inflated numbers and reclassified cases as domestic violent extremism. You heard this from Christopher Ray. You've heard this from uh, members of the intelligence community, the FBI, that the and Merrick Garland, that the biggest threat is white supremacy, Trump supporters. If you're thinking a civil war is coming, it's already here. It's already here, and you're up to your you're up to your knees. And no, you're up to your neck in it. It's already here. This is this is we're we're fighting right now, guys.
Now, until now, when you saw people like uh, Peter Navarro being arrested, nobody stood in the way of the powers that be to stop it. I know at least 74 million people who will stand in the way of the jackbooted thugs of the FBI and the intelligence community and Donald Trump. It's not because he's Donald Trump. It's because of what he stands for and what he did. This is uh, uh, Lindsay Halligan. She's an attorney for Donald Trump talking about what happened on Monday for the first time in our history, a wholesale raid of the residence of a president of the United States. The reason behind the raid has not been given. It was, they were using an obscure act with regard to uh, documents that uh, should be in the National Archives that, or could be in the National Archives that any president has had access to. Of course, Barack Obama has 30 million documents that should be in the archives, but nobody has said a damn thing about it. And Hillary Clinton destroyed a server, smart devices, hard drives, and 33,000 classified emails. Here is Lindsay Hannigan. There were about Halligan. 30 to 40 FBI agents that I saw, five of which were wearing suits. The rest were in uh, cargo pants, masks, and gloves. Yeah, that's called um, uh, combat gear, okay? Yeah. And they basically had unfettered access to the property. They refused to talk to me, refused to let me in. All I knew is that they were uh, searching areas one, two, and three. Does this sound like our country? Which I understood to be the former president's bedroom, uh, his office, and a storage room. The storage room was where they said the documents were. The FBI even locked them up in the storage room. But for some reason, the FBI had unfettered access to everything in the home, including our ex-First Lady's wardrobe. And other than that, we were not allowed to talk to them or go inside at all. Uh, They had unfettered access to the property. They looked at God knows what in there and did God knows what in there. We have no idea. They demanded that the security cameras be shut down and the Secret Service and other uh, people at Mar-a-Lago told them uh, politely to go bleep themselves. Uh, What the FBI did was an appalling display of abuse of power. All documents requested were previously handed over. President Trump and his team... This is without dispute. ...painstakingly reviewed every single document at Mar-a-Lago and gave the government what they requested. If they needed any other documents, they could have just asked. There's no cooperating with them. There's no cooperating with them. President Trump was cooperating with them. Uh, June the 3rd, they came and reviewed the documents and locked them up. The president of the United States, who is the biggest cheerleader for law enforcement and the military this country has ever seen, said, if you need anything, I'm here for you. Thank you for being here. That's what he said. Realize we're not dealing with good people here. Cooperating does you no good. And the warrant was uh, secured under seal, so they tried to get away with concealing this overreach by obtaining a warrant uh, under seal. No- with a uh, leftist sycophant who literally uh, recused himself from a case six weeks earlier involving Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton because he is 
a Democrat because he uh, has a partisanship. What he knew about it, they knew that President Trump was in Bedminster and hasn't been at Mar-a-Lago for some time. They're cowards. They thought they could sneak in, snoop around without attorneys present in case they walked out with nothing so nobody would know that they overreached to this degree. What exactly did they want? Uh, they went through documents, to my understanding. They requested that a padlock be put on the door, and then they broke through that padlock uh, just the other day. Wow. You know, we have a sitting U.S. president whose son has committed a myriad of felonies. Listen very carefully to this. The Speaker of the House, whose husband drove a car under the influence of alcoholic drugs with a concealed, undisclosed passenger in the car. Whoa, 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 what, what, what? Well, that's kind of interesting, isn't it? Paul Pelosi maybe had somebody in the car with him? The influence of alcoholic drugs with a concealed, undisclosed passenger in the car. Wow, that's kind of interesting, ain't it? A secret list of undisclosed powerful people that visited Epstein's Island and did God know... Yeah, you know, I mean, listen, uh, you had, uh, what's her name, uh, uh, who was uh, an Epstein associate, and uh, she went to jail for facilitating uh, child um, uh, sexual slavery to Jeffrey Epstein... And uh, oddly enough, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, uh, I, I, th nobody apparently, uh, they, she didn't secure child sex slavery to anybody else. Yeah. What to underage women, none of whose liberties have been infringed upon like President Trump's and his family's. Simply put, it seems that under the Biden administration, the government conceals what it wants to, the government does what it wants to, and American citizens need to protect uh, their country from its government. And about 74 million of us are willing to step between the government and Donald Trump and say no. Frank in Gettysburg. Hello there, Frank. How you doing, my friend? Hey, Rob. How you doing there today? Uh, you know, I'm somewhere between really pissed off and, uh, and, and really, really energized. You sound it, and that was the reason I called. You've been very hard to get a hold of since Monday. I've never had a problem getting through, but I've had a lot of... Uh, uh, busy signals. You could Sorry. <laughs> so on Monday after the raid, you you had said something that I was like, I jumped up and cheered when you said we need to shut it down. Yeah. And you had mentioned conservatives picking a time and not going to work and not shopping yeah. in in certain stores. Yeah. And I have been for that for a long time. My question is. How does that happen? I don't know. I think maybe we need to, Frank, and, and I'm just going to seed an idea. And I know I've got uh, hundreds of thousands of people who are listening who can uh, yeah. maybe give us an idea. We need maybe to have a day, to have a day, and we, we come up with a name for it, and we just stay home. We just I've, refuse to do everything. Uh, we, we attempted to go to Washington, D.C. like they did in Ottawa County or Canada with uh, tractor trailers. They were shut down by uh, a dictator up there. They sent hundreds and thousands of tractor trailers to Washington, D.C. They were prevented from being able to get off the exits. But it's time to shut D.C. down. It's time to shut the country down. I'm not sure exactly how we do this. If you, if you, if you have any idea, you can write me, rcarson at newsmax.com. But maybe we need to start a movement where the country, the people, and listen, 85% of us believe the country is headed in the wrong direction. 76% of Republicans believe that the raid was unwarranted. 60% of, uh, of independents believe the raid was unwarranted. That many people should be able to send a powerful message to Washington 
Washington, D.C. We're not going to take this crap anymore. Go ahead. Yes, and, and I agree. I mean, I think that they can obviously block tractor trailers, but they can't block people for not showing up for work. They cannot block people from not sh- uh, sh- shopping in stores. And we all know that Friday, Saturday, and Sunday are the three busiest days of the business week. My proposal, I call it choke the woke, but my proposal is that we use TV programs like Newsmax or Fox News, use personalities such as yourself, Red Eye Radio, Hannity, whatever we need to do, and someone come up with a plan to do it in a distant date on a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and that we agree as conservatives that we'll partake in this. If it works, then you do it again. And we stop the Biden regime. We let the Biden regime, because they're not an administration. They are a regime. Yeah, Christopher yeah. Ray is a regime. Yeah. Merrick Garland. Frank, you got to hold on. you got to hold on. we got to take a break. Hold on, okay? I want to come back to you. Let's take a break. Okay. It's the Rob Carson Show. Back in a second, guys. Driving snowflakes and candy aisle kids crazier every day. It's the Rob Carson Show. So it looks like uh, Joe Manchin's popularity has plummeted since his uh, capitulation on the Inflation Reduction Act. And as far as I'm concerned, uh, Joe Manchin can suck it. He's done. Uh, I used to kind of believe, you know, that maybe he was the savior of the uh, of the republic because he was uh, saying that he was against the uh, the uh, filibuster. But he was doing that because he knows that it can be used against uh, the the party who's not in power next uh, after the election. So uh, Joe Manchin, you can go right to you know where you're supposed to be a republic you're supposed to be a representative of those uh in the state of west virginia and all you've done is screw them over you and your your wife your wife who uh, who's going to get a major control over at least a billion dollars of federal money to spread around to her friends among other things uh we are at a point in our history where the uh we are not the enemy of the people the uh, the government is the end of the p- enemy of the people many of the people in the government are the enemy of the people enemy of the people really doesn't or any enemy of the state doesn't really exist anymore uh, this, there are people who are anti-government, but honestly, I would consider the government to be much more of a threat than most Americans in this country. There are some nutcases out there, but I think we can legitimately say, considering the actions of the IRS and the FBI in the last decade or so, we can see more enemies within the state than there are outside. Frank in Gettysburg, uh, back on the... Frank, I like your idea. I don't like punishing business. I don't like punishing those who are trying to engage in commerce. Uh, as far as a shutdown is concerned. Uh, so that's where I, I, I have an issue with your proposal to send a message to the federal government we've got to take it anymore. You understand where I'm coming from? I, I totally understand. And, I mean, that's something, again, to discuss and debate because maybe it's businesses that we know that are, are definitely woke, your Starbucks, your Coca-Cola, your Amazon. Maybe those are the ones that we say, no, we're, cu- we're shutting you down. We're not buying from a company that – we know is going to use our money for your deed. Okay, I understand where you're coming from. You know what I'd rather see? I'd rather see. Um, I'd rather see all the store shelves on Capitol Hill empty. You know, I'd rather see people saying uh, we're not going to comply in a host of ways. That's that's what yeah. I would rather see rather than banning, rather than going after business. That's 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 putting a middleman in between you and the real problem. True. 
true. We have to have so gum, we have to have government impacted, not business. How do we organize this? I mean, I don't Rob, know. I'm just the, I'm just a small guy in, in Gettysburg, know. you know, it's, and know. you know we have people as yourself that have much larger platforms, listening audience. Is there somebody or somebody that's willing to begin? I mean, it happens. You know, I, I'll do it if we can, if we can settle on a way to send a message to our federal government that we're quite simply not going to take it anymore. I mean, obviously, there's the election coming up. But you look at all of the things, all of the indignities that the government has suffered upon us the last decade. And then you lock, look at the acceleration of attacks on Donald Trump and us in the last two weeks. I told you oh, crazy yeah. stuff was going to happen for the election, Frank. And if you think the Invasion by FBI agents in Mar-a-Lago was the exclamation point on the end of the sentence. You're wrong. They're going to do much, much worse. That's why they're proposing in the same the Monday after the eighty-seven thousand IRS uh, 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 jackbooted thugs Gestapo make it through the Senate on Monday. They go after Donald Trump. Absolutely, and. And, you know, my anger was kindled on that day. And like I said, I think a lot of conservatives now, this is actually maybe a good thing and a turning point to help unite us all, to get us on the same page, to realize exactly what they're doing and where they want to go with it. Amen. And that's right, why Frank, I think and okay, and a lot of people trust you, Rob, with your program. So you. I'm not against you putting something together and and you know i think anybody would trust what you you know would say or do as far as how well, to do it i'm not sure if i'm ready for that kind of responsibility but i would love to have people uh in the audience who know of these things i'd love to i'm open to ideas about how we send a message before the election to the federal government that we're not going to take it anymore tear the roof off the sucker uh, you know, shut this mother down. I don't know what it's going to take. Uh, you can write me, rcarson at newsmax.com. That's my official email. I haven't used it a lot because, uh, you know, it gets a little crazy. But, Frank, I appreciate your ideas. I'd love to hear it. All I know is that things are going to get bigger and uglier before November. And if you look at what's happened the last two weeks, it's no telling what the federal government and the, the Biden administration will pull. Representative Ralph Norman... He joins us next. Don't go anywhere. We are expecting a call from Representative uh, Ralph Norman in just a second here. He's uh, going to talk to us a little bit about what happened at uh, Mar-a-Lago on Monday. Uh, also going to be talking about uh, the economy, inflation, all that stuff. Because, you know, everything's great. Everything's coming up on roses. The President of the United States yesterday told us that inflation is zero. It's zero. It's zero. Well, actually, no, it's down from 9.1 to 8.6% in a month. So it's still 8.6% higher than it was last year. But he said it's zero, and then he went on vacation. Uh, yes, I do believe we have Representative Ralph Norman on the Newsmax hotline. Hello, sir. How are you today? Doing great, Rob. How are you doing? I'm good. You know, I don't know if you know this, but there are a whole lot of people in the country who are a little worked up right now. Well, uh, 
count me as one of the the many that are worked up. We all, every American, ought to be worked up. Um, this uh, this unprecedented raid of Donald Trump's home in Florida really appears to be the straw that broke the the proverbial camel's back. Uh, what have you learned since Monday, uh, and and what are what are people of your ilk on Capitol Hill uh, saying about it, and what are you planning to do about it? Well, a couple of things, uh, Rob. This is unheard of. This is third world uh, Venezuela, Cuba type. Gestapo tactics, the fact that they did this uh, when, I mean, we've got so many examples of politicians who have violated every constitution, uh, constitutional argument, I mean, article that there is, namely Hillary Clinton, namely Joe Biden, uh, and, and the list goes on and on. Uh, but they know no bounds, and the way we're going to fix it is we're going to have a massive turnover of Republicans in that are elected in the House in November. We're going to start subpoenaing uh, the Mayorkas of the world, the Hunter Bidens of the world, and hold them accountable. And let's let them lie under oath as they, uh, they're not going to be able to get by as they have in the past because nobody's called them to, to task on it. But it's a complete national disgrace. Uh, nothing has gone wrong, right with this administration there. This is just a, this is just a last-ditch effort to repeat retain power and it's backfired now let me ask you this uh, because i have uh, predicted and, and thus far i'm exactly right that things would accelerate before the election that the uh, we have suffered a, a number of indignities and and i believe that the uh, the class of 1968 uh, and i do believe this started with barack obama and uh, uh that i think that worse things are going to happen before the uh, election now we've seen things accelerate last week christopher ray was on capitol Hill essentially pleaded the fifth by not answering at all. Donald Trump spoke at CPAC and essentially said that if and when he becomes president again, he's going to do wholesale firings within the uh, the state Monday out of nowhere. Mar-a-Lago raided by FBI agents. They went to a magistrate they knew was a like-minded political sycophant who'd actually recused himself from a case involving Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump six weeks before, and they got the thinnest of warrants to do this. Okay. Uh, what's next, sir? What What do you say? And then, of course, what, what, tomorrow you guys are voting on 87,000 new IRS agents, sir. Do you realize, I, I hope you realize how panicked the American people are about this. Because Barack Obama years ago said we need a civilian national security force that is as well armed and as well funded as the Army. What's going on? Well, you know, first of all, to name this act that we're voting on tomorrow, the Inflation Reduction Act, is like denying gravity. Uh, it's, 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 it's opposite what it's doing. This is going to not only put this country in a downward spiral, even more so faster than we've been, but uh, it's ridiculous the things that they're spending money on. I mean, 50% of the bill. Uh, and by the way, the bill's 735 pages long. No one's read the bill other than unelected bureaucrats. $433 billion on the Green New Deal. $250 billion for energy loans that, get this, are non-recourse. In other words, the taxpayers pick up the tab, i.e. Solyndra. Uh, $3 billion for environmental and climate justice. Somebody explain that to me, what that is. And then the EPA slush fund at $27 billion. It just goes on and on. But... Not only are the people panicked at the police state that this administration has put over the American people, 
they recognize that it can't keep going like this. There is no way in this world, this country, uh, is going to come out of a downward spiral with what the policies of this administration is doing. And um, so, you know, my phone's been ringing off the hook. They're mad about uh, the raid. They're mad about uh, the two-tiered system of justice, uh, you know, that is existing now. Now they're mad about a spending bill that makes absolutely no sense with no offsets for anything. So well, sir, our job's mean, cut out for us, and we're going to have to make something of it. Representative, I mean, you look at all of the other indignities that have been suffered upon us. You look at uh, the Afghanistan withdrawal. We saw uh, the president claim some sort of victory with the assassination of uh, Amin al-Zawahiri, who was uh, open, openly living in a uh, palatial estate in the country where uh, we abandoned uh, freedom-loving people and left $85 billion in military hardware. Um, you know, we, we've got that. We've got uh, uh, the open border, the southern border. It, it is it is an insult to us to see what's happening. We've had 107,000 people die of overdoses last year, and this is intentional murder by the Chinese government because this fentanyl is disguised as prescription meds, and people, if they're out of maybe their ADD meds or whatever, they'll go on Facebook. They will find someone who can give them a pill or two, and frequently these pills are, uh, are, uh, are contaminated with fentanyl, and they're dying not because they're drug addicts, but they're being murdered. Uh, there are so many things that are going on right now, sir, and, and the biggest concern we have is we know what we want to do in November, but who's going to stop us or who's going to try and stop us from doing what uh, free countries do, and that is changing the course of the country with our vote. What assurances can you give the American people that it won't be taken from us? Well, I mean, here's here's the hope. Uh, one, you know, until November gets here, all we can do is voice our opinion to a mainstream press who isn't going to report our side for the for the most part. Uh, your station and others do a great job, but I mean, overall, uh, that the mainstream media is bought and sold by the, Dem- the socialist Democrat parties. Secondly, the people that are running for office that uh, are putting their name on the line are good people. Uh, we can't have milk toast candidates now. You're going to see Liz Cheney get beat. You saw uh, Jamie Herrera Butler get beat. You're going to have others who uh, you know, have just basically sold out their American people replaced. Now, the only thing we can do is scream at the top of our lungs, hold press conferences, and, and, and try to get people to get a voice back. Uh, the left has had a voice for way too long. They'd be willing to use it, but they've weaponized it now. That's the that's the scary part. And everything that's happened, you can't make this many mistakes. It's deliberate. That's the, I guess yes, that's sir. the real unsettling part about what's happened to America that we've really, quite frankly, never seen before. It is uh, uh, it is overwhelming. And and then uh, you had the uh, the supposed the virus that uh, was the worst pandemic in the history of mankind. Uh, but but somehow uh, higher ups in the government were able to flaunt the rules that they placed upon us. I've got a daughter who's a senior in high school. She starts her first day of school tomorrow. She has effectively been without two years of normal education. Uh, the United States government uh, saw what they could do to us. They said, don't go to church. They said, close your business. And instead of uh, using them as uh, as a, a, a means to keep us safe, what they did was they rubbed their hands and went, oh, my God, I can't believe those people are doing what we said. They're trying to do it again. Yesterday, uh, Anthony Fauci literally made a joke about making the virus in his kitchen as a joke. This on the heels of supposedly one million Americans dying of COVID. If one million people 
people died of COVID in the United States of America, sir. Why are we not having massive uh, candlelight vigils for the one million people who died that we survived this pandemic that would, would kill such a swath of the American public? I think that's just a metaphor for all of the ways the government is trying to control us. Well, it's an assault on our borders with the with the number of illegals coming into the country. It's assault on our young people, which we're losing 300 young people per day, 9,000 per month. Uh, I mean, this makes 9-11 look small. But, again, it's intentional, and we've just got to uh, – one of the other things that we can – we've got to concentrate on is making sure – that no one is is that frustrated so that they don't vote. And we've got to question the the integrity of every precinct in this country, and it, it goes local at that point. You have questions. You make sure that your vote counts, and you start questioning now, and which is we're doing at our office here in South Carolina and uh, other people all over the country. Uh, you know, it's just been a, a cascade of, of issues that any one of which – is really going to be hard to walk back, uh, even when we get the the Congress back. But the good news is, I think we will. I think we'll control the Senate, and at least we'll put handcuffs on them, uh, literally and figuratively, on spending and on some of these who are violating the Constitution. Uh, as we move forward. You represent people in South Carolina. I'm from Iowa. Uh, I live in uh, the Kansas side of uh, of Kansas City right now. Uh, I went on a vacation where I drove through uh, Arkansas and Missouri and Tennessee and and uh, into Mississippi and Florida. And, and I know that uh, people, a lot of the times in their, in their small towns, they, the only store they have is Dollar General. They, it, right now, Walmart is too expensive to shop in, so they're going to Dollar General to buy their foods. They're lucky if they have some rice-a-roni and a can of beans. Uh, at night, and yet uh, the the uh, the federal government lives high on the hog. Uh, your constituents, they've got to be suffering greatly, sir. Uh, what are they telling you right now about inflation, the price of fuel, and whatnot? What they're telling me is, if it's a farmer, he can't get fertilized to plant his plants. The last time I checked, you can't. You have a planting se- a growing season, and a planting season. You can't plant them, plant crops in December. That's a major concern for those of us who are worried about our food supply. On the supply side, went to get a battery for a truck. Got the last battery. I asked, where are the others? They're on a ship somewhere uh, in the ocean that they can't get off uh, off the ship. Yeah. Uh, they're telling me that you know they're cutting their travel because they can't even afford the gas to go places. It's it's hit all at one time, and it's um it's a it's a disaster that is man-made by this administration that's intentionally against the American people. What do you have uh, to say about silence from people like Mitch McConnell about Monday's raid? Oh, I just he sold out. I mean, to be honest with you, I don't even right. I don't care if even if he's it's kind of like Joe Biden, even if he says something. Uh, and Mayorkas, you know, all of them, it, the words have no meaning because you know what the results are. Uh, anybody uh, in the private sector that knows you please your customers, they're destroying the customers of the American people uh, and what they represent. And this new tax, uh, the tax scheme that they're talking about, you know, pay your fair share according to them, it's ridiculous. Um, and it's a... Uh, I don't know. It's a uh, we we've got a fight, and I think the raiding of the 45th president's home was the tipping point. Amen. And I think if you look for a bright light, that's it. Because that was the shot heard. Round, that was the shot heard around the world, sir. And I and I like to say, you know, a lot of people are talking about a new American revolution. We're already in the middle of it. 
it's 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 the other side attempting to convert and uh, and uh, change the United States as founded as Barack Obama promised. What's going to happen tomorrow, sir? What's going to happen tomorrow with this bill? Uh, they'll pass it. Um, Pelosi will gather the troops. They've sold out. Uh, you know, I was hoping Joe Manchin and Sinema would have a backbone, but they've sold out. Ironically, they're going to destroy their states, particularly West Virginia with the coal. No. Uh, but it, it'll pass. Uh, I can't think of any Republican voting for it. Maybe Liz Cheney because of her hatred for Trump. Maybe Adam Kinziger because his hatred for uh, the party and, and Trump himself. So, But I think it'll pass, unfortunately, and uh, it'll move forward. All right, uh, Congressman, I appreciate your time. Uh, I know that if you stick by constitutional pr- uh, principles and you and you fight for us, uh, the, the people of this country will go to the ends of the earth for you, sir. Uh, but well, one, but I'll tell you, one misstep, one, one, uh, you know, uh, perceived betrayal like Mitch McConnell, uh, they're done. They're done. I, you, you, sir, obviously are not one of those people. But I hope they realize that we are on a on a, a, a hair's breadth here, and we're tired of it. And uh, and I hope you'll keep fighting the good fight for us. Well, we're going to keep doing it, and I've had it. Uh, it's time to fight, and it's time to for the Mitch McConnells of the world and those who are keep quiet, it's time for consequences, and they lose their power. All right, look up uh, Ref Ralph, Rep Ralph Norman on uh, Twitter, Getter, and Facebook. Sir, I appreciate your time today. Have a glorious day, and, and Godspeed. My pleasure. Thank you, Rob. All right, let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. Donald Trump says he's the funniest man on TV. Just wait till he hears him on the radio. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show. I want to thank uh, Representative Ralph Norman from South Carolina. You know, it's a good conversation. I believe he's a good man. Um, He's talking about, you know, after the election, I don't know what we can roll back. I'm like, it's got to all be rolled back. It's got to all be rolled back. We cannot have this, this political opportunism that would, would add 87,000 agents to the IRS, doubling the size of the IRS, doubling it. We've seen this time and time again in history. We've seen it time and time again. Obama suggested a civilian national security force as powerful and as strong and well-funded as the U.S. military. He included uh, this uh, the civilian national security force. It was lost in the thousands of pages of the Obamacare law. The Praetorian Guard was a special force of household troops used by Roman emperors. With the right amount of money or at will, they assassinated emperors, bullied their own prefects, and turned on the people of Rome. 1925, Adolf Hitler formed his own national personal bodyguard called the SS. You had uh, Stalin. He created uh, the Office of Disinformation. Other countries have had their own national security forces. Countries like the old Soviet Union, Cuba, China, North Korea, Venezuela... If you're ignorant of history, you're going to be you're going to be the victim of its repetition. What happened on Monday? This this is uh, this is um, this is the Rubicon. You know what happened on Monday? And, and until now, we've seen uh, members of the Trump administration, George Papadopoulos, and uh, and others have uh, suffered the slings and arrows. 
of, and, and, and I might also add, the abuses and usurpations of our federal government for political reasons. And now they're attempting to take down the only man who was the president in literally my lifetime, which has been 56 years, that went to Washington, D.C. and did what he said he was going to do, followed through on his promises, relished the American dream, embraced it, said no to the hate and the nonsense, and all the assaults on our founding, everything, everything from Mount Rushmore to the Constitution to calling us all racist. It's nonsense. It always has been nonsense. We still are that great country. There was never anything wrong with standing for the national anthem. There was nothing wrong with seeing Whitney Houston at the Super Bowl and, and tears streaming down your face as she sang that glorious song. And you know what? The positive about all of this is it has exposed them for what they are. And we are of much greater numbers. And we got to figure out a way to stop this. The revolution is already happening, and it's against our country by the left. We're in the thick of it now. I thank you for joining me today. All I, all I ask you to do today is, if you could think of something, I, I floated the idea of sending a message to D.C. other than the election, doing something before the election happens, because they're going to throw everything at us. They're going to try to get Donald Trump through this January 6th nonsense. They're going to try and get at us with the FBI. They're going to try and uh, steal the election. I'll say it. They will try to steal the election. That is already underfoot. And we have to be vigilant and strong, and we have to keep our spirits up. Let's take a break. Uh, we'll be back to wrap things up in just a second. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. chance to check out the Rob Carson Show podcast, just go to NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast. Also, my opening monologue video from yesterday, do you want to be under the tank treads in Tiananmen Square or one who knocked over the Berlin Wall? That is what we are facing. Just go to Rumble.com, Rob Carson Show, share with others, be strong, stay in there. God bless you and America as founded. And until tomorrow, which is Friday, and Carrie Lake will join us, don't catch the stupid. See you.